0: Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the On The Couch podcast with Quibus and Koubis Koubis well done. And we have a very special guest with us uh, today, and that is Mr. Keenan Barnes. Keenan, welcome.
1: you, we man. E- e- yeah.
0: It's lucky to have you here. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. This is our fourth episode. Hopefully, you have a lot of expectations. Kurbis Yours is going to bring the funny. No, I'm not. But yeah, this
2: is about as live as you're going to get because uh, you're getting this tomorrow and we recorded this last night,
0: which is tonight.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm going to edit for that. i to now, Yeah. But ta- <laughs> <yeah. laughs> <laughs> yeah. nah, good. Tonight's still tonight now. Nah. Today's topic is going to be on evangelism. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> it was suggested by our friend Keenan. But it's also something I I enjoy talking about. And Kuba said he has a lot of questions, other Kubas, so. He's
1: tagging along tonight. (laughs) (laughs) We've we've hijacked the show. (laughs) I
0: (laughs) can (laughs) hear (laughs) Mike. Yeah, we're going to share a mic. So, let's jump in, boys. Let's see if we can do this one uh, not longer than 30 minutes. Okay. Yeah. What is evangelism? When we talk about evangelism, Keenan, what are we going to talk about tonight?
1: Well, I, th- I think we're going to talk about sharing the gospel, which is mm-hmm. uh, for some people it's uh, it's funny because we uh, we're sitting on the couch and talking about evangelism, which is probably a no no to do. It. Most people would say, "Don't talk about evangelism; go and do evangelism." Okay, um, but I think we do need to talk about it as well
0: um hopefully it will be educational as well yeah
1: i'm i'm hoping and trusting that uh what it would do for us is to just spark a desire in us um mm. to actually go out and do it yeah to not be intimidated but to just mobilize us to actually go and do it
0: yeah you guys said what's what's your first question
2: well actually you have my first question <laughs> What like what is evangelism? Oh, okay. So it, yeah, because uh, I remember a few years ago there was a guy I can't remember his name, but he came uh, he came to Josh Jean and he did like a evangelism course. I can't remember his. I think it was that big guy who was in prison or something, and he had this question like, "What is evan- evangelism? Is evangelism you spending time?" with a person getting to know a person is it maybe like chatting around a braai is it this is it that what is it exactly and yeah so i yeah i the reason i have this question is it because is evangelism only sharing the gospel or is it is the events that can lead up to sharing the gospel which also counts as evangelism you actually building a relationship with someone because that is the route that god wants to take to get that to get the message across to that person not like coming in and boom yeah uh, yeah, so Mm. yeah i think that's that's the reason i have this question so yeah i would love to hear what you guys have to say
1: yeah, it's. Uh, I think uh, the f- the f- we can either be black, black and white when it comes to this topic, um, or we can just be black and white and grey and just have a full spectrum. And I think just to top it off, I would I would say that evangelism can be both. it it, it it's definitely not just spending time with someone and building friendship. It's definitely Heralding the gospel, I think that if you look at the original meaning of evangel, it is to herald or bring the message, bring a message, uh, which is the gospel, the good news, sharing the good news, preaching the good news, um, and whatever form that takes is, for me, not that important. Mm-hmm. Uh, as long as you are, sh- as long as you are preaching the gospel and people are hearing the message of the gospel.
2: Yeah, I think if 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 the end goal is not to actually bring the gospel across and share it with a the person, then it's not yeah. like whatever you do leading up to that point yeah. cannot count. If if that's not the the ultimate or the the end goal of what you are yeah. doing, uh, yeah, I mean if if you share the gospel with a person and the person rejects it, like it, it doesn't yeah. mean you now have to run in a different direction mm. completely. You can still continue yeah. the relationship or the friendship yeah. or whatever. Like uh, That shouldn't be like, okay, now I've done what I came here to do and yeah. now it didn't work out, so now I'm going to yeah. uh, walk away. So I, th- I don't think that's w- what no, d- what I mean by it being the ultimate goal. Yeah. But I mean, uh, th- yeah, it, it needs to be a thing of like, okay, I actually want this person to experience... Christ the way I experienced Christ yeah. and th- the reason I came to Christ is because the gospel was shared to me Yes, and uh, so I need to th- like I want this person to,
1: to have that the yeah, same so gift that you've experienced yes so, yeah. yeah
0: I think it depends on the setting as well I mean you can't be build relationship with everyone you want to share the gospel with yeah so it depends on the setting I think um I, we don't have capacity to befriend 100 people and get them to a place where you feel comfortable sharing the gospel and then yeah. half them rejected but you sl- so yeah. it depends i think um there's a difference between personal relationships church context like even in the new testament with the apostles you see them going from town to town yeah. have a platform share the gospel Either people receive it or they don't and well, they you- get stoned or so they get stoned, the yeah, and you move on, but yeah, but like so it, it depends for me, um, because yeah, like I said, you can't, yeah, unfortunately, have a a personal connection and and build a a, a relationship with everyone you encounter yeah. that you want to share it with.
1: I think I think the, the the thing that we need to be careful of and and we actually need to check our hearts and we need to check our intentions and and this is the global church that we have not substituted. In inverted commas, building relationship with someone as a cop out to actually be bold in sharing the gospel. Absolutely, yeah. because we could say, "Ah, no, I'm I'm building relationship mm. with this person, and I'm gonna share the." It's but been you, five never, years. you never share the gospel, <laughs> and, and, yeah. and maybe. We need to check our hearts and see maybe mm. that we're shying away. We are afraid Absolutely, of yeah. confrontation. We are afraid to be bold in preaching the gospel. Mm. So we settle to just build relationships and never share the yeah. gospel.
0: It's one of my main gripes. And something I, heard, that I hear often from people is like, because people would ask, I've built this relationship with this person now, but when do you walk away? When do I walk away? Like, mm-hmm. when do I say, okay, I've tried. And then I'm like, but have you tried? Have, have you actually tried? share the gospel with them and yep. not just being a a positive light or force in their life. Um, before we get to that, we talk a lot about the gospel. Mm. Let's assume not everyone listening fully understands maybe what that means. Mm. So let's define quickly just when we talk about sharing the gospel, what are we saying for you?
1: For me, it's, it's uh, declaring good news. And the good news is that God has provided a means for us to have relationship with him. Um, And he has has given himself. He has uh, come as man to die, as man to satisfy the requirements that he has to uh, be right with man. Um, And now our faith, our belief, our confidence uh, in, in Christ... Puts us right with God, not because we are able or because of our performance or our good deeds or our righteousness, but because of a foreign righteousness that's given to us in the person of Jesus.
0: Mm. That's imputed onto us. Yes. You know, yeah. Yeah. I would agree. I think the gospel simply is. I think R.C. Sprawl said it a good ways. Like, it's what Jesus came to do on earth and how it relates to us as 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 fallen man. Yeah. Um but it's a proclamation of the good news. Yes. And in order for it to be good news, the challenge is people have to understand what the bad news. Yes. What is why do we need Jesus? Yeah. And I think that's um one of the key elements of, of sharing the gospel is it's not just about avoiding hell. Mm. It's not just about um, the solution. The solution. It's you have to understand why you need it. Yeah, it's not yeah. the problem. Exactly. <laughs> So that needs to be um, that needs to be addressed as well. Let's talk about the role the church plays in evangelism. That's our one of our, our second point. Obviously, the gospel is proclaimed hopefully in churches. Mm. Churches plant other churches, send people out to plant churches. Mm. Um, usually, missionaries come from churches. So mm. They send out people to plant churches and then evangelize there. Usually, where people have have not been reached. So, what role would you say, primarily? Let's not, because there's obviously we can list a lot of things, but primarily, what role do you think the church plays in in evangelism today, or should play?
1: I think it's our mandate in the Great Commission. Jesus commands us to to go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy mm. Spirit, teaching them ob- to observe everything that He has taught us. So evangelism is at the core of who we are as the church firstly we are called to love God to glorify God through loving him enjoying him making the most of him and we do that through evangelism as well um, so evangelism I- is is our mandate it's our mm. responsibility it's our calling it's our as the church the, as body, of the body of christ christ yeah. is our responsibility it is our privilege to proclaim the message of the good news into all the world
0: and then uh, and when it comes to the individual then is there a difference for you or how does it the church and the, and the individual in the church relate to evangelism
1: so obviously each o- each one has the responsibility to evangelize. Mm. Um, but also we do see that uh, there are instances in Scripture where people were going out together mm. and proclaiming the gospel mm. in the book of Acts. Mm. And so it, it is something for the body to participate in. Mm. Uh, I think we stir one another's faith when we go and evangelize together. We, we build one another up mm. in our faith when we go and evangelize together. And not all of us have uh, the correct m- methods or ways in to evangelize. Mm. So we need to, we need to participate together. We need to have uh, a joint effort that together we, we are the church of, of Jesus and together we, we reach the world. It's not a solo task, but it is also a solo responsibility, but it's also a, a global, local church uh, mandate for us
2: to, to do. Yeah, I think that's very good. Uh, yeah, Because, I mean, not everyone's on the same level. Not everyone has the same type of personality mm. and has the same, uh, yeah, like I mean, if we go out together, like some people will go out, someone like maybe Ray Comfort, who mm. I know you enjoy the way he goes out and proclaims the gospel, and uh, it, so... He can just go out by himself and and do it, but not everyone has that i mean he has that gift mm. of evangelism if you put one of the fivefold ge- gifts mm. so i uh, i mean I, for me personally, I would struggle to go out, even though I'm a quite mm. exuberant person if you would call it that like for me to just go up to someone and just start sharing gospel it's not it doesn't come naturally. Mm. So but to go out in a group and st- maybe someone opens the conversation and I can come in yeah. on that and start speaking and uh, it, like you you listen to what that person has to say and you can uh, st- maybe come in in a certain point at a certain angle so yeah i think it uh, yeah it, uh, it's definitely good we're building each other up yes. in in that muscle because it's a muscle yeah. if you, if you don't if if we don't go out and do it it's not something that's going to uh, get stronger, you know, yeah. it, like we can easily get weak in it. It's like if you don't exercise, you just get weak. Yeah. So we need to constantly be doing it. If you're not doing it, then you're going to struggle to to, to build that muscle, to be strong in, in just going to people and actually mm. proclaiming the gospel. So, yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: What would you say to someone who says, well, I don't have the gift of evangelism. That's why I don't evangelize. <laughs> 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 because it, it is a gift. It's one of the gifts. So yeah. if someone says, "But I'd uh, like what we said. Uh, maybe I don't have that gift, and I, I'm I'm just it, it terrifies me. Whatever. That's I would say. Ultimately, it's not an excuse not to do it because we are mandated to do it. It is a command. I would yeah. argue. So how would you respond to someone that says, "It's I have different giftings, and I'm, that's why I don't do it."
1: So. D- do only soccer players speak about soccer? Uh all of us consider ourselves to be expert at sport. Mm. Even though we don't we don't play sport professionally. We are not professional rugby players yet, we will discuss tactics, we'll discuss rugby players, we'll discuss selections, how, uh, selections and uh, when we we're not coaches. Mm. So we don't have to be experts to know. We don't have to be experts to be able to talk about certain things.
0: We're couch experts. Yeah, on the couch. Eh? Yeah, it was <laughs> a nice couch.
1: <laughs> so, 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 in short, in short, uh, we all have. There is. You don't need to be gifted per se to be able to share and to preach the gospel. Mm. You only need to be captivated by the gospel. You only need to be captivated by God to talk about God, um, and and maybe that that leads to. Uh, what the actual diagnosis of the problem might be in many of us who who shy away from from sharing the gospel or evangelizing is that maybe we've grown cold in our hearts towards the person whom we are speaking about Um, and that we only talk about, we talk about soccer because we love soccer. And so we'll talk, uh, like I found myself this week, I was shadowing, uh, doing a job shadowing and I was sitting among some people, and they started speaking, I I didn't know these people at all, and they started speaking about a certain soccer club Uh, (laughs) who I'm really, I'm a fan of, and whether I knew the person or not, I started engaging in the conversation because I'm passionate about the sport. So, should I keep quiet because I'm not a soccer player or I'm not doing it professionally? No, I speak about it because I love it, and I think that's the case for all of us, whether we are gifted as an evangelist, in the office of an evangelist, mm. or whether we are a, a normal saint, the fivefold equips the rest of the saints yes, to do the work of ministry, and so we we can then, as we are equipped, we can
2: go out and 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 preach the gospel, whether we have the gift or not. Yeah, I'm I'm just reminded of Paul saying, "Follow me as I follow Christ." Mm. Like I mean, Paul being an uh, apostle, mm. like you would want people to follow him and and actually live the life that he lived in mm. a sense like not everyone's going to be as strong mm. as, as like Paul. yeah as Paul and doing the the works that Paul because God has given him a, a different grace level of grace in that specific field but I mean you can still the things he says the revelation that he brings is something that you can. Oh yes, wow! And yes. it's something that you can uh, d- can, uh, can share with someone else. Yeah, and it's it's like we live that out. Yeah. What what I see being done, and it becomes truth in my heart as well. I can I can give it out to other people. Yeah. So yeah, even even if, as you said, if you, if you're not gifted in the in the office of evangelism, like you can see how that person goes about doing it yeah. and what he yeah what he what he does is something that you can, can yes imitate, imitate. Yo, Yeah, yeah I'm the word, but <laughs> yeah, the word. Yeah. yeah
0: yeah. something i wanted to touch on is, as as we talk about church and the role of church um i would say it's not primarily the the function of the church on a sunday to
1: <laughs> I know where you're going with this one.
0: <laughs> it's not primarily the the job of the church on a Sunday to get people saved. Uh, obviously, the gospel should be shared, but what I've seen on this is my perspective, and then you can say what do you think. But like, I feel like a lot of Christians have surrendered the responsibility of sharing the gospel with with people they know or wherever they go and instead what I what I think what what I see they do is we invite people to church where we know that they are going to be exposed to in most cases unless the Holy Spirit does other but if they they're going to be exposed to a good sermon mm. powerful sermon and especially in our church there is I don't know about all the other congregations but there's almost always an altar call at the end of the service mm. Um, so they know people are going to come. They know they're going to be exposed to the sermon. They know they're gonna a, there's going to be there's going to be altar call, and then it's like like what I feel as people like fingers crossed that the person I invited to church, whoever that may be, a family member, a friend, colleague, that they would then respond to that altar call and get saved. Mm. So we've almost, for me, in in some cases, put the responsibility of people getting saved on the shoulders of pastor or the lead elder who's Mm. preaching um and i don't think that is what jesus meant when he said go out Mm. into all the world and make fishes of men Mm. who did he tell that to was it just elders standing there an Mm. apostle standing there who who he he gave that command to Mm. because the question we need to ask ourselves i think is the command is it is it this is it biblically disobedient not to go out and share the gospel with people according to that command that Jesus gave yes. so my question then is and I agree obviously my question then is why doesn't it bother us because I don't I don't think we're doing well I don't think we, we're doing enough with evangelism in the local church like as individuals mm, mm. going out and sharing it with people yeah and so my question is why doesn't that why or oh, don't we care more about the souls of the lost? Because that's maybe we all do we do care, but I don't see that translating into action mm. and actually making an effort to, which is going to be uncomfortable conversations with people who are lost mm. because it's it's the gospel offends. Mm. So I don't know what you want to say about that.
1: <sighs> yeah, uh, it, it, uh, you know, the, every year in 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 church we have. Uh, we have a drive or a push t- into gearing us into evangelism and and one of the points i don't know if i w- i don't want to jump ahead but i I'd, I'd like to touch on that last point that we have here because it it just for me uh, it just ties everything together and it, it it's a thing where when evangelism is not being done by the saints our default and our first uh our first um action to correct the problem of inactivity of evangelism is to address the method. So we'll do an event, we'll do a, a, a non-confrontational event that we can invite friends who otherwise would not come to church on a Sunday so that we can expose them to a, a Christian church event. living. Yeah, and expose them to the fellowship and then hook them into becoming part of the fellowship, but they never share the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so the problem is not the method that we try to employ. The problem is that the message is just lost. And that when evangelism is dwindling, and when people are not sharing the gospel, it's because maybe people have forgotten the power of the message of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And and so we should reinforce what is the gospel. And... Uh, I, I see it in the global church is that our messages are not centered around the gospel. Our messages are centered uh, sometimes subtly around uh, being better Christians or being, being obedient to the commands of Christ. Very important. But... Uh, the th- What the gospel is, the message of the gospel, the beauty of the gospel, the beauty of the holiness of God, what the dilemma is for man. I, I think there's a lot of people in church who's never heard the message of the problem that God's holiness causes for mankind. And so we have people in our midst that were introduced to Christ in the form of Christian fellowship, but they never actually met Christ through the proclamation of the gospel. So I think I think we need to we need to address we need to address uh, the message we need to address the fact that people need to know what the gospel is because if I if if I just look at my own life and the more I dwell on the gospel the more I read in the scriptures about the work of Christ it it's like it's like a boldness comes over me a passion comes over me that I just want to share with people. Now I'm not worrying about how I'm going to share it. Now I'm just worried about sharing it. And whether I get crucified, persecuted, beaten, stoned, hated, I'm going to share the message because I am captured and captivated by the power of the message. And and I've been exposed to the transforming power of the message. So we just need to get people to fall in love with the message again. Fall in love with the, the God of the gospel. Uh, and, and then we'll start to see people going out and sharing the gospel, and, and, and we'll see that uh, the mandate and the responsibility shifts away from the, uh, from the pulpit, and it becomes the, the, the responsibility of the saints to actually go out and, and preach the gospel in the workplace, in school, wherever they find themselves. It's just something that will bubble up as we, as we dwell on the mysteries and the beauty of the gospel.
0: Yeah, there's a lot I want to say, but I want to say it before I forget it. I think first of all, I agree. We need to make sure that that we as believers understand the gospel ourselves. You can't explain something to someone if you don't really understand it yourself. And I think what we wanted in community was we talked about what is the gospel and how would you share it with someone and how would you uh, summarize it. Um, Because I think a mistake we can make is assuming that everyone understands the gospel, mm. knows how to explain it to someone else. Or to
1: how uh, to articulate and yes. yeah, explain,
0: yeah. And uh so so that's that's the one thing. The other thing I I, I don't know what I was saying the other thing I wanted to say was assuming that let's just let's not talk about strangers. Let's talk about people in our lives that we know. And we obviously the most of the people we know we assume have heard about Jesus they know the Bible. They've heard about God. They are what we would call cultural Christians, maybe. But my question is: we can't assume that everyone we know, who we know know about God and about Jesus, that they have that that they have ever heard the true biblical gospel. Mm. That any that anyone has ever truly explained that and shared that with them. Yeah. Just because maybe they went to a church while they were um, at school or as a young adult or whatever. It is possible to go to a church and never hear the gospel. Mm. It's possible to go to a church and never hear the true gospel. Mm. So for me the challenge is like and and talking about method versus message like I remember or shortly after I came into the church there was this initiative with the ping pong balls where we had to write the names mm. of of people we knew who were unsaved that we were trusting God to to let's say bring to salvation. Um, and then every time there was on the one side was all the, the names. And then if, if someone got saved, we would take the ball out of that pile and drop mm. it into the other one. And I, that's, I don't have a problem with that. That's great. I think that's a cool way to do it. My well, My question would be to everyone who wrote a name on a ping pong ball and trusting for their salvation. My question would be, did you only pray for them? Mm. Or did you actually make an Actively, effort to share yeah. the gospel with them and not assume that they have heard and understood it correctly? Mm. And the second thing is, it is obviously possible to share the gospel with someone more than once. Mm. Even as believers, we need to hear the gospel mm. constantly. Yeah. So that's what I would say. Mm. The other stuff I wanted to say, I'll come my Yeah, I... Yeah.
1: I think in praying in, in praying for people to get saved and never actually sharing or preaching the gospel to them is mm. is 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 missing out on the other side of the coin mm.
0: yeah, i wanna make it clear that I'm saying it is good to pray for people, yes, yes. For I sure. don't wanna it's, yeah yeah, yeah. I, mean, I want people to hear me correctly, so it's good to pray for people, obviously, yeah, but I just think. That we can do more. Yes. And we and can we be more proactive. And we should. Yes.
1: I, I think there's a there's a there's maybe a and I, I, there, there, there may be a little bit of a a laziness in terms of in terms of actively preaching the gospel because we have settled for God is gonna send a revival. And all we need to do for God to send a revival is to just pray. And so there's this massive push towards an entire movement of prayer and worship and be trusting God. We write songs about God is going to send a revival. And then we sit in our pews and we keep our mouth shut with a person that is going to hell at work. So is God wow. sending revival maybe going to look like us opening our mouths and asking him instead mm. of asking him for revival, asking him for boldness to preach the gospel? Mm. And it's that we should now. imitate the people in the mm. book of Acts that weren't sitting around praying for mm. revival, but were asking for the Lord to give them boldness to mm. preach the gospel in the midst of persecution. And that mm. we will see a revival as people get saved mm. as we go and proclaim the gospel. Mm. So so that...
0: Uh, I think boldness definitely lacks. Yeah, I think we can all agree... We love ourselves that too much. <laughs> boldness <laughs> lacks. But here's one of my... The things I would say is like... That you, you often get people who and that's why I'm saying the, peop, this, these things need to be addressed the individual needs to address this people who don't want to engage even with fellow believers and friends don't are not keen to engage in theological discussions or difficult doctrines or challenging doctrines and then you have people who are introverts and you have people who struggle with fear of man mm. but that cannot be an excuse no not to share the gospel. And the other thing is, if you are unwilling to engage with a fellow believer slash friend slash person in your church around a difficult theological issue or doctrine or whatever, why do you think you will then have the confidence to go and share the gospel with a stranger? Mm. Because we must assume that not everyone is just going to Hear the gospel and accept it, yeah. and say, "Yo, yo, I, yo, you rocked my world," yeah. and he gets converted right there. There are people out there who's going to challenge us yeah. on what we proclaim, yeah. and are going to push back. It's not going to be, "Yes, tell me the gospel. I can't wait to hear it." And then, and so I, I, what I'm saying is, getting over your fear of man, not hiding behind your being an introvert, mm. and and engaging in difficult. Biblical discussions is not always a bad thing because I believe it can prepare you mm. to share the gospel with people who are going to be hostile towards you yeah. when you share it with them.
1: Yeah, we need to we need to build up a robustness. We need to build up a to have a defense for the faith. Uh, um, I, th- I can't remember if it was at a four twelve conference about a year, two, two or three years ago. Uh, there was a guy from Ravi Zacharias Ministries that came for one of the sessions and he said that evangelism in the 21st century is going to look like apologetics it's going to have an element of apologetics because we live in a culture where people are thinking about the difficult questions that life offers people are trying to reason everything people have 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 built up science as a as a as a pillar and a foundation to defend uh, reason and have, have concluded that religion or any theory of God is foolishness. And so for us as Christians to, to hide behind, uh, I'm an introvert, or to hide behind, I don't want to talk about theology. I just want to love Jesus, mm-hmm. is shying away from what the 21st century is going to shove in our face. Until Jesus comes back, the world is going to get smarter. People are going to get smarter with the ideas. And we need to prepare ourselves to to present a reasonable faith that just blows people out of the water. If we believe that our faith is true Mm. and we believe that the gospel is the truth, that Jesus is the truth, that Jesus is who he said he was, and that there is a judgment day coming and that there is a hell that there is a heaven, mm. then we need to be able to package that message in such a way that it that it puts to shame the the arguments of this world, mm. and we need to we need to we mm. need to skill ourselves in doing that we can't just
2: mm.
1: we- we can't just love Jesus, yes, that is mm. important, but
2: we can't just love Jesus. we need to start thinking, no. yes, we can't shy away from from us. Yeah, from maybe I'm an introvert or yeah, I'm a bit shy, I've got fear of man. Yes, th- those things, we can't shy away from, from those things. But the question I, I would ask, if if I've got, say, a friend, I've been friends with this person for years, and but he doesn't know Jesus he's seen my life transformed but me like me actually sharing the gospel is not actually helping or me actually like what he has seen he can see the change in my life would it then not help that person coming into the body us drawing him because and that's where i think the church is important because it's us say i think ephesians three ten says like God's like his manifold wisdom will be made known through the church so we all have our part to play in a sense so if if it's something that I may be struggling with I pull a brother in and someone who's maybe stronger in that area who, who who can maybe blow a bit of wind into my sails or assist in this area me actually drawing that person in and it. It helps the situation. Mm. Do you understand what I'm saying? I yeah, don't know yeah. if, if what I'm if what I'm trying to say is coming across cor- uh, like uh, correctly, but it's just like sometimes it and and that person will maybe grow in that area. Like now, uh, first five, ten years, this is something that he's really struggling with, and maybe in twenty years' time, that person is a strong evangelistic. Mm. He, he's got a strong evangelistic muscle because over time he's yeah. seen. But like I think it's very difficult to say. No, you must just go and force people into it. Yeah. Because it's not always that easy. Yeah. Especially you know in a in in the culture or, or where we are at now. I mean, you guys saying and and it's the reality. People try and rationalize everything, and you have. Uh, You just have so many questions being flung at you, and you don't have the answers Mm. for everything. So now you're gonna struggle to actually go out Mm. and 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 do that. So to pull someone in that is maybe stronger in that, it it would help. Like that's where the church is. Like it comes together to 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 proclaim the message of Christ. Because at the end of the day, I I see. Correct me if I'm wrong. But I see more in the New Testament the gospel being proclaimed in where masses are and masses hear it mm. than individual going mm. to an individual and sharing the gospel. Mm. So, yeah, d- yeah. so that's that's just what. Uh, time, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I, I think. So, I think
1: the. I think. Uh, I think both are applicable. I think you will always have the Peter getting up and three thousand get saved, yes. but you'll also have you'll also have Philip and the eunuch yes. in a carriage yes. and and one person and and what what Philip was doing there it says he opened up he opened up the scriptures yes. and he explained to him he explained to him about Jesus and and yes. and the eunuch got saved that day. Oh, he
0: used words yeah
1: he used words and 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 there was probably for confrontation the in the form of of disagreement of argument of misunderstanding mm. yes. but i think we need to equip ourselves to do both yes. Yes. and i think that's for everyone i think yes. i think the role of the evangelist as a gift would be to mobilize people and equip people to to be able to evangelize one on one but also to stand up and mm. to proclaim the message in the midst of 2000 people and possibly get stoned Mm. 2000 people and 500 get saved. Um, and we need to, I I think we need to, we need to prepare ourselves for both because we don't know what the, what will happen tomorrow. Mm. The government decides that we as Christians can no longer come together. Then we can't draw yeah. on another Christian That's brother to, uh, to to go out with you. You can And also
0: then there's gonna be no crowd, then you're gonna to have to evangelize one on one. Then it's yeah. gonna
1: be one on one, then it's gonna be underground, then mm. it's gonna be under mm. the radar. In order for the mm. church to to survive. Um so I think we mm. we need to we need to think persecution. I, I think the church in the West, we need to start thinking like the church in the east. We need mm. to start thinking about persecution coming. Mm. What happens if our meetings get cancelled tomorrow? Does evangelism die? And if evangelism is only being done from the pulpit, then evangelism mm. will die.
0: Wow. And so, so we, that's we need why, to yeah. we need to
1: we need to gear ourselves for the coming persecution. Persecution is part of our beautiful inheritance in Jesus Christ.
2: Yeah. So I think if yeah, I don't, like maybe I don't know if you maybe misunderstood what I said. Mm. But I'm not saying that drawing in to the church and the message get get get, get proclaimed st- from the from the pulpit. Yeah, yeah. And Are that's you I am saying it's still basically one on one. Yeah. So I'm I'm just not as strong. As in a, and I draw a brother in. But to what if you can't?
1: In. What if you can't in persecution times? Yeah. And, uh, no. <laughs> I, I, I mean, definitely
2: <laughs> these these like different times different settings yeah like if if i can't if if i believe in christ and i believe in the message of the gospel yeah and i can't like how do i feed myself Mm. as i need to get into the word and that's where i'm going to get strong and there's definitely there's a call for us to actually be strong in, yes. in uh, d- like, muscle of reading the Bible yes. and actually getting to know that's how we get to know Christ. Yeah, it's not just me sitting with my eyes closed, getting to know Christ. That's not yeah. d- d- like it's actually me seeing who he says he is, who he's pr- proclaimed to be, mm. and the Holy Spirit awakening, yes, that in my heart. Yeah. And that's what I proclaim, yes. So, e- like, we can't just, uh, yeah, but it. it, it for some, it takes more time for some theres yeah. like you have different personality traits, you have different strengths and weaknesses in the church, and we build each other up, yeah. and we strengthen each other, yeah, so but obviously, yeah so it's different times, different settings, yeah
0: yeah, yeah i I would just saying, I agree, it's not wrong to pull people in or ask someone to help you, um obviously, we can't expect young believers. Um, who are growing in their faith to be ready to just share the gospel because maybe the, sometimes people get saved and they don't really understand it themselves yet. But, so there's nothing. Oh, definitely nothing wrong with that. I hear you. That's good. Look, um, I, I, I just what I meant earlier was like, like we need to equip ourselves because yeah. it is not the responsibility of whoever preaches on a Sunday to to share to only for that person to share the gospel and, and make sure people are saved we need to make sure that we are able to explain things to people
1: i think what we what we are not saying is that the effectiveness of the gospel penetrating someone's heart is dependent on our eloquence or our ability and skill to convey the message of the gospel that's not what we're saying yes. we we're <clears throat> we not saying that the gospel will not be effective if someone who has not been schooled, or someone who can't read the Bible, or mm-hmm. someone who's never d- looked at theological topics in their life ever is. We're not saying that that person's not able to effectively share the gospel. All we are saying is that um, that there is a, m- a group of people that is being untapped, mm-hmm. unreached and the unreached people groups are not just the people in africa mm. or the people in the amazons or the rural areas it's the people in our universities mm. and people who are schooled in the intellectuals that we also need to be reaching and so uh, just to clarify that, because i know it can sound like we need to be intellectually yeah. intellectually geared and intellectually superior in order to present the gospel effectively that's not what we're saying because ultimately one,
2: one, i think paul addresses that in 1 yes Corinthians, it's the foolishness of like god. yeah so it's like yeah god didn't come and he didn't yeah. choose all the 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 wisest and the richest yeah. and all those like the people who were like um revered yeah, yeah. In this world, like it was the people who were actually seen as like the lowest. Yes, exactly. So, so uh, yeah. do to fast to say yeah that's definitely not what you're saying for us to say that it's only the wise that can share the gospel that it would be that's contradic- a fallacy <laughs> that would be completely contradictory to what the word of god says yeah so
0: yeah
1: and ultimately it's 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 god who saves people it's that's
0: what i want to say now it's like what we need to remember is like we don't convert anyone mm. we don't save anyone yeah um it's it's about just sharing it we we I think sometimes we make the mistake that we want to control the outcome. Yeah. And we can't control the outcome.
1: No.
0: All we can do is share. And, but I think what we do is we underestimate, like you said earlier, the power of the gospel. Hmm. Because it's a, it's a simple message, a hmm. challenging, challenging message. It offends, and yet people get saved. Yeah. And the question is Why? Because yeah. it's supernatural. Yeah. Because it's the Holy Spirit. Yeah. So it's not it's not about us convincing anyone to be saved because God has a wonderful plan for your life. It's about this is your state. This is why you need Jesus. This is what he has done for you to, to get that. Do you are are you willing to trust in him? Yeah. And that's it. We don't need to overcomplicate it as well and try to to control the outcome.
2: Yeah. Yeah, just uh, thinking now as well, our role is to share the gospel and then, like, we are here to make disciples. So once that person has accepted the message and has, and God has awakened his heart to, to who he is, like, to leave that person, Okay, man, I am you to go like that it's not gonna it's that's a great point yeah like we need to defun it that's the thing we need to draw that person in Mm. and actually teach him who god is because that person is like very seldom that Mm. person is gonna do it on his own so and i think that's where a lot of people get lost because now they Mm. accept the message and now there's no there's no yeah there's no follow-up there's no there's not a person drawing mm. that person in and actually walking a road no. with that person and actually because that's what when Jesus was here he drew people in and he walked with them for 3 years mm. so and he, he 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 taught them everything about the kingdom no. so if we're not doing that if we're not showing them what the kingdom of god is then what are we actually doing then mm. the, then we
0: miss the point of actually making disciples that's how jesus made disciples i totally agree uh, that's my that's been my thing for a long time is like what happens after someone gets saved especially like in church Be, and and i think one of the mistakes we make is are we making are we trying to make converts or disciples because there's a difference it's not about making a convert oh now you believe and i can move on to the next person that's not what discipling is and so uh, that's uh, that's a great I always always feel like if someone got saved especially in church like someone needs to someone needs to to um, like get in there and make sure that this person understands what happened um and walk them through it and obviously hopefully they keep on coming back to the church and being discipled by the people in the church yeah
1: it's a beautiful privilege that we have. <sighs> How God would entrust to us the responsibility to to be ambassadors of him. To present people with the with reality of life or death. To present people with the reality of heaven or hell. To present people with the opportunity uh, to know God. And um, that we would be instruments of his grace mm. and mercy. To people is is a privilege. And it's something that we n- cannot take lightly. Firstly, it's something we cannot neglect. But it's also something we can't do in our own strength. Mm-hmm. And it's something that we constantly need to mm-hmm. to ask God to help us with. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for myself, am sitting here being challenged for myself. I say, Lord, I really need your grace. Mm-hmm. I, I, I actually just need to fall in love mm-hmm. with who you are. To the point that I can't keep my mouth shut about you. Mm. That's what I want. That's w- that's what my desire should be. That's yeah. what our desire should be for Absolutely. evangelism. it's all about desire. Is, is that God would captivate us with the with the with the gravity of mm. life and death, mm. and that we would not be able to contain it, d- and that we would not. But be uh, like mm. that. Sharing and preaching the gospel would be the only thing mm. that we would resolve to do for the rest of our lives. Mm. Because it's the only thing that matters. Because
0: one day you stand in front of him, you're not going to have one single good reason why you didn't do it. Yeah, he, That's going to be acceptable to him. Yeah. Um, I. The bad news is this episode is not going to be half an hour. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is we're going to end it with this last point. I really want to talk about the shining your light versus proclaiming the gospel. Mm. And this is something I've seen firsthand and I've experienced and I've talked about with people. Like we have people in our lives and we... We we don't disciple. You can really only disciple someone who's been who's been saved. Mm. Would you agree? Yeah. So we maybe walk a road with someone who's not saved, and we try to be a good person in front of them, and we try to be a good Christian in front of them, and we are shining our light. I'm saying all of this in in um what do you call it inverted commas inverted commas. So doing all that stuff, hoping that they would see something in us that would prompt them to to get saved. And I'm not saying we shouldn't do that and I'm not saying that's necessarily wrong but what I am saying is because then people often ask okay but I'm walking this road with this person, when do I walk away? When do I decide okay, I've done all I can and now it's like do I you know when when do I walk away? And I think the answer always is if you want to walk or if you feel you should walk away, you can only walk away if you've actually shared the gospel with them. Like like physically, because evangelism, I would say, and, and and like the gospel, it's it's a proclamation. It's using words. Faith comes by hearing and hearing mm. the word of God, and I think that is how it should be done. Yeah. So shining your light is great, and it can, it can cause curiosity with people and ask them, oh, yo, you're, you're different or whatever. But but you never walk away without first sh- without at least sharing it. Listen, this is what I believe. This is why you need Jesus. Yeah. Um. Instead of just I'm gonna be a good person and hopefully they see something in me that leads them. To- we are not Jesus. <laughs> we are not perfect, <laughs> and we don't live that ho- those like the holy lives. Yeah. So 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 I'm I'm not saying it can't happen, but what I am saying is, don't let Us trying to shine our light and be just a good person around them, which is also impossible, by the way, to always just be perfect around those people. But don't let that keep you from sharing the gospel. Eventually, don't matter how uncomfortable it's going to make you feel. Yeah, we should care enough about people to. Talk about to them about their eternal state. Yes.
1: and and uh, there's there's a saying that is has probably done the the most damage in the area of evangelism in the church. It's a saying that says, uh, "Preach the gospel and, when necessary, yes. use words." It's a false. It's an, well. it's a load of rubbish. Yes, because what a da- in the Bible does it speak about uh, we just love and people are attracted to what we have that they don't have and they see something in us if that were the case then people would be attracted to god just by looking at creation. at creation mm. uh th- yes there is a revel there's a general revelation of god through creation mm. but it's not an, a, re- a, a sufficient revelation to give a knowledge of salvation mm. and everywhere uh, ju- I'm, I'm just looking at one corinthians chapter one it's it speaks about Preaching the gospel, and if preaching is to be silent and to just live a good life so people can observe and then wonder uh, who is the reason why that you're so happy, then preaching has lost its definition.
2: I'm just thinking, if if the gospel is good news, good news, if it, news is not news until it's actually (laughs) read. Yeah, if it's, if it's on like my phone, and I go on to News 24, and someone has physically written an article <laughs> that I can read, then it's not news yet. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, it's something that I need to, like, it needs to be spoken. Yeah. It needs to be, it needs like, to penetrate uh, your Yeah, being. so, uh, yeah, so at, at the end of the day, like me just living, just, going on with my daily life yes there's power in that as well and people can see a life that's changed yeah yo this is how you were and this is how you know yeah yo, why are you like this in this circumstances yes there's power in that but the thing is if that if if someone asks me that question then that's when the gospel gets yes. proclaimed because it's this is the reason if y- i'm not yes. using that opportunity that that person presents me with or that God presents me with to actually share the message of what He's done in my life, mm. then I'm not proclaiming the gospel mm. because I can continue. No, I'm just happy. But, and it's like, okay, people, there's people in this world that's happy. Yeah, it's I, like mean, I mean, jumping around, frolicking. So it's like, I mean, if I don't if know what frolicking means, but <laughs> if but if if, it.
1: if shining our light w- was the if shining our light. Uh, in terms of just living a a, a a respectable, admirable life was the was uh, a means for people to get a knowledge of salvation and for people to ultimately get saved. Then there are a lot of people who who loved apart from God in this life, who were admirable people, mm. who by their life people would then be able to get saved and who mm. have not. The people get saved, like you said, uh, through the hearing of the gospel. Faith Mm. comes by hearing and hearing by the word of Christ. Mm. And I read the scriptures like uh, your ability to hear comes from the word of Christ. When Christ is spoken, your ability to spiritually hear is activated and then faith comes. And so it's just the thing of like we need to speak, we need Mm. to confront, we need... If if our sharing of the gospel does not mean that we are being persecuted, then we haven't shared the gospel. Mm. If, there's not, yeah. if there's not, if there's not, uh, le- if there's not, at least, if you want to be now hypothetical, if there's not a 50 percent chance of of people getting saved and the other 50 percent mm. persecuting you, if everyone is just Flowing into the message, then the message that you preached was probably not the gospel because the gospel will divide. Mm. It will be mm. the, it will be, uh, it will be a uh, folly to those who are perishing mm. and it will be the wisdom of God to those who are being saved. Mm. So, so no. there, there will always be a dividing line in preaching the gospel. It's the nature of the message, it's confrontation. No, no one likes to be told that they are that they've fallen short mm. that they aren't as great as they think they are and that God is the ultimate person mm. who they have to give an account to people don't want to hear that
0: i think we are afraid of offending people we yeah. are afraid afraid of 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 losing friendships mm. of causing let's say disruption in family life mm. but jesus also says like i'm more important than your father your mother your children and are what willi- was
1: he what was he meaning when he said that I'm sure he was meaning that unless you are unless you love me more yes. than father mother or brother mm. you are not worthy to be my disciple yes. because what he was saying that is the the cost of proclaiming me will cost you the relationship yes. with your parents it will cost you the relationship with those who you call your brothers and your close friendships
0: mm. but that's what i wanted to say is like if 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 we are if we are too afraid to lose to to either cause a conflict in that relationship wherever it may be or if we are afraid to lose that relationship whether it be family or friend or colleague or whatever what we are saying is that's that to me that's selfish that's saying me being liked and having a relationship with this person is more important than their eternal yeah. salvation that's actually hatred yeah so that so actually you're if not they, doing them any favors yeah so that's an interesting to, way way to look at it
1: so, so, so the the the, <laughs> the question would be: Is it loving to tell someone that a bus is going to hit them if they continue staying playing in the road, mm. or is love the thing that pushes them out of the road when oh. they don't want to get out of the road?
0: No, it's a type of love we don't often want to talk about because yeah. it, it's uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. But like, l- just like there's loving, rebuking someone is loving. Mm. Just like. Um, holding someone accountable is loving mm-hmm. the same way as sharing the gospel mm-hmm. is probably the most loving thing you can ever do yeah. for someone else I would, or yeah, yeah i would say yeah we talked about method and message i think keep it simple and trust in the message yeah there's power in the gospel in the spoken word i think if we can agree that we are being disobedient in not going out and sharing the gospel and obviously it can happen in church but what i'm saying is it should happen a lot more out there in the world, mm. wherever we go, and because so what the world no is not sees? in the church. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. So it's, it, I think that the, for how I understand and see it is like, we go out wherever we go and we share the gospel, people get saved, and then we pull them into church. Yeah. There is a side to that where people get saved in church, and that's mm. also great. But it's about taking responsibility for me, taking responsibility. Yeah. For w- the r- the command we've been given, the role we have, and equipping ourselves to do that and to do it in in the right way. Mm. Yeah, that's my closing thoughts.
1: Yeah, uh, for me it's let's get off the couch yeah. and and go. Let's let's really.
0: The curfew, my curfew for fifteen minutes. We just want the cop cop to stop me. Yes. To warn from my the cop to but
1: that's
0: for me yeah that's from my side that's what I think you know. yeah
1: f- for my side is let's get off the couch and let's go and do it let's go do it as weak men trusting in a strong God in humility that, that we are just uh, we are just beggars showing other beggars where to find bread and uh, we're not special we're not better than anyone else and and we've got the message of life. We know the one who gives life, and we, and and we would we should be the ones running and telling people, come. F- this is where life is found. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think this has definitely been a bit of a uh, <laughs> quite a uh, episode that hit my heart because I think it. Like, uh, if if I have to look at at my life and how I go about yes. I, I try to, to you know, to speak when there's opportunity. But do I look for the opportunity enough? Mm. And uh, d- do I, yeah? You know, it, so it, it is a difficult. <laughs> it it is quite a difficult or ch- not a difficult topic. It's a it's a good tof- topic toffee. <laughs> topic, but a but a challenging topic mm. for the art because I think a lot of times when we do speak about it and we speak about it in in the truth and we see uh, and we start opening up about it we start realizing how 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 many times we miss it mm. and how many times we actually just literally. This is a very big tongue twister. Rest on our
0: laurels <laughs> too often. <laughs> well
2: yeah, I got that. Out. So uh, yeah, yeah, I
0: agree. <laughs> I I think that's what I also wanted to say now is like, we can all do better. We can all do better, and we we are not sitting here on this doing this podcast saying we are doing it well and perfectly and all the time, and other people need to step up. It's like no, we all are falling short in this area. I believe, and we all should strive to do better and hopefully this will inspire all of us who listen to this to really think about it and 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 try and live it out and be practical about it, Gee, live it. shining your light versus but like no. but like but one of the favorite things Keenan always say, not always but that I always remember is like are we theoretical Christians or are we practicing Christians and like for me that's the difference are we just talking about evangelism or are we actually doing it yeah, and that's where and th- That Jesus is that's where yeah, that's the And that's where so,
2: Jesus chal- challenged the Pharisees. Yeah, they were so, theoretical and they knew all the scriptures, yeah. but they still they didn't see. Yeah, and they didn't do it. They, they yeah, they didn't apply the scriptures. Yeah. So, for so us let's us in, let's increase
0: our love for God to such a level that, like Enos said, that's all we want to do, because mm. that's all that matters at the end of the day. All the other stuff is gonna perish in this world. Keenan, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. It's been a
2: privilege. He's going <laughs> to sleep on this couch that we <laughs> spoke on now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's been a great one, guys. Thanks for listening. Um, as always, you know where to find the podcast. Uh, until next time, Joost, that was lekker.
2: Hankie, that ah. was lekker. Hankie Keenan, that you came here and crash it. We'll have nice. him on again, Don't no worry. <laughs> yes.
0: Thanks, everyone. Until next time. Cheers. Cheers.